Hey, you there, Mickey? Steven, what's up, bro? Oh, Mickey, thank you so much for coming on today, man. I really appreciate it. No, my pleasure, dude. Awesome. About how long do you think you got between practice? Um, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm, I'm actually I'm driving to uh, my dad. He's a chiropractor. I'm going to get cracked in a couple minutes. But I probably got about, you know, 15 minutes, 15, 20 till I'm there. Oh, wonderful, man. I really appreciate it. I'll just jump right into it. And uh, just for anyone that's listening to this, I've got Mickey Gall here on the line. Uh, he's going to be the guy that's going to be fighting CM Punk at UFC 203 and Punk's uh, do, uh, debut from the UFC coming over from the WWE. Uh, Mickey, how's training going? How are you feeling right now, man? Training's going awesome. I feel great. Uh, you know, I'm honored to be the, the opponent for CM Punk, and, you know, I'm looking forward to put a hurt on him. Yeah, man. Well, you know what? I'm actually a longtime professional wrestling fan, so I'm, I've been watching CM Punk for probably about 15 years or so now, man. And it's, you put me in a tough spot because I, I was hoping so badly his opponent was going to be this guy. I just wanted to see him, you know, just run right through. But you turned out to be like the nicest guy, man. I've been seeing you in your interviews, and you just come off like you're just such like a humble, nice kid. I mean, it's, just, it's cool to see you, you getting into the UFC after just a couple fights. It seems like such a big opportunity for you. Oh, well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, it's it's really great. Did you by any chance hear the news today about Ben Rothwell being off uh, UFC 203? No. Rothwell's not fighting anymore? Yeah, it actually just broke a few hours ago. He He's off the card. I think they're looking for a new opponent for uh, um, Verdum right now. No shit. I did not know that. You just broke that for me. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's great, man. I uh I was just wondering what your thoughts are now now knowing that I don't know if they will find an opponent on this short of notice. I'm not sure. Um I, I of course names like Cain Velasquez are flying around uh those kind of things, but what do you think? I mean, I know you're already being promoted as, you know, a very big part of this pay-per-view. You're one of the most well-known guys in the UFC right now after one fight. And you might be in the uh possibly in the co-main event now if if nothing changes. Could you imagine that? That'd be crazy. Um <laughs> You know, man, the truth is, I, 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 don't, I don't yet deserve to be the co-main event. I'd be honored to be, to, you know, be, to be as such. But, uh, you know, yeah, I think that'd be cool if they, uh, you know, yeah, obviously it'd be amazing for me to be the co-main event. But I got one fight. Punk got, well, I have one fight in the UFC. Punk has none. Uh, so, you know, it's a little, it'd be a little funky. But, um, you know, that'd be cool. I hope, I hope they, that'd be cool if they got uh, Kane to rematch for Doom. That, that, that'd be a fun fight. I wonder if he'd be ready in time. That'd be cool. Yeah, I agree, man. Did you see his fight at uh, UFC 200? Absolutely. Man, what do you think about him incorporating, like, he's got, like, spinning roundhouse kicks now in his game. Yeah, it looked good. I, I, was, I, I was surprised, man. That, that, that is very impressive. Uh, Kane, you know, from the beginning, when it, I, remember, I remember seeing his first fight where he just, it, it, he made the guy not even look like, not even look like, he was, you know, the same species. Just he, you know, he's very talented with his, that pace he puts on. Those wars he had with uh, with uh, JDS, man. He's yeah, he's he's a, he's a specimen. Yeah, man, I agree. That would be a great fight. But if not, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you and you and Punk. You know, now more than ever, man. And what about that card in Cleveland? That'll be UFC 203, September 10th, Cleveland, Ohio. For anybody listening, uh, the main event's going to be Stipe Miocic and Alistair Overeem for the heavyweight title. This is a big, big show, man. This is this is a huge show for the UFC. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, heavyweight title. That's the two baddest men on the earth. So, you know, uh, I don't think, you know, it's an honor to be on that card. And I, I can't wait, dude. I can't wait to show what I'm capable of. You know, my first fight went 45 seconds in the UFC. And, I, I you know, I'm, I'm looking to build on that and, you know, impress some people. Show what's up. Well, I watched your UFC debut, and it was very impressive. Uh, you fight, you fought Mike Jackson for anybody listening, and it was it was very short work. It was very impressive. Uh, did you know of CM Punk before he was announced as a, a member of their roster, or did you follow him whatsoever as as a fan of professional wrestling beforehand? Uh, no, I you know I, I did watch professional wrestling when I was uh, younger, and, and I I really did enjoy it. Um, I was like a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan, but then. I think I, I stopped watching, you know, probably around middle schoolish time, you know. Uh, so, so CM Punk was his era was after, you know, when I kind of got out of watching. Uh, but I, you know, I was aware of him. You know, you, you hear about the big stars in it, uh, like him and John Cena, and you know, different guys that you know. So I, I was aware of him. I was, you know, I could, I can't say I was familiar with him. But um, once he's once what was it one eighty one when he announced he was going to fight for the UFC. I was like, oh, that's cool. That'll bring more eyes to the sport. I had no clue me and him would be, you know, locked up in this first match. I, you know, I had no idea. It's, it's uh, funny how things work out. Man, it sure is. And, and the way that you, you called him out, it was, for anyone listening that, that may not have seen it or know this story, um, essentially Dana White was, was out at, uh, like, local events uh, watching, you know, up-and-coming mixed martial arts uh, fights going on. And, and essentially, uh, Mickey calls out CM Punk with Dana White in the building. What was that feeling like, Mickey, calling out CM Punk knowing Dana White was right there? Uh, it was cool. I had that plan about, uh, you know, right as I found out Dana White was going to be at that fight, um, I, right as I got off the phone, um, you know, when I learned the news, I was like, oh, I, well, how can I make the most of this? And I was like, oh, I can call out, you know, that CM Punk dude. He, uh... He's 0 and 0. I'm going to be 1 and 0. That was my pro debut. So, yeah, you know, I might. How, I, who am I going to call out? Robbie Lawler. And I look like an asshole. You know what I mean? Like that's obvious. That can't happen. I, so, I, but I knew 1 and 0 and and 0 and 0. That's a that's a light record. Like half like it happened. So, you know, I said his name um, after I got I got the win. And then I, you know, to be honest, I didn't know anything was going to come of it. I didn't know if it had fallen on deaf ears. But then uh, about a month. About a month later, I was watching the Condit versus Lawler uh, pay-per-view, and I see myself talking. So I'm like, oh, shoot, what? Like, me and my dad, our, our mouth dropped open. Um, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, we got it set up that I was going to have a fight, and if I won that, I would actually be fighting him. Man, that's that's an amazing story, Mickey. Um, and, and speaking of, uh, you know, calling him out and being 1-0 in your professional career, him being 0-0, um, this matchup seems to make all the sense in the world, but I'll, I'll be honest, man, as a, as a, a CM Punk fan from when he was a professional wrestler, watching his demeanor kind of change um, from this being something you really wanted to do, and it's something that I'm sure he does really, really want to do, otherwise he wouldn't be doing it, he's financially stable, but him coming over and seeing him in the crowd... I, I got a little bit of a different vibe when the two of you got on the octagon after your win because I think he realized how real this was about to be. Did you kind of sense that as well? Um, again, I, you know, I wasn't real familiar with his character um, in wrestling, but, you know, man, I, I, I don't know. I guess at that point, 
after you win, people say when you win a fight, it's it's a better feeling than anything you could snort, smoke, or sniff or uh, shoot. And I, you know, I, I don't do that other, but uh, it, it it is an amazing, it is a real amazing feeling. So um, I, I was just on cloud nine. You know, I, I when I saw him, I was just you know I was happy, I was just smiling. Hey, you know, I, I'm I can't wait to, to get an opportunity to fight him. All right, good deal, good deal. I, I um I was listening to uh, the MMA Hour. I, well, actually, I believe it was um where did I see this report? It might have been it might have been on MMAfighting.com. Uh, Jim Miller was talking about you, and um you train with the with the Miller brothers, correct? Yeah, yeah, I do. I train with uh with Jim and Dan. I trained with those guys, and uh, I've looked up to them for years. Um, actually, before they're Jersey guys, just like me. We're we're both uh, we both live in New Jersey. And um, uh, when I was 19, I started going to AMA Fight Club uh, because that's where they train. You know, I uh, and and those guys, man, they're they're amazing. I was actually on the phone with Jim today. Um, I'm gonna go. I'll probably see them tomorrow. I'll be out at their gym. And uh, yeah, they're they're amazing guys. Guys I looked up to. Just you know, they're they're amazing. Yeah, can you tell Jim uh, congratulations on his latest victory for me? That was a great showing. Uh, he had that was the the 200 card as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'll let him know. Uh, um, he's rematching Joe Lozon, which if you haven't seen that first fight, watch that fight. That's probably my favorite fight ever. It's a bloody mess. It's a beautiful, beautiful fight. Well, those two guys, those are a fight of the night, performance of the night. I mean, almost every time, right? I mean, you can't you can't get a boring fight with those two guys. Nah, they always bring it. Hell yeah, man! Good deal. Good. Deal. Is there any other training uh, training partners that you you like to shout out while while I've got you here? Uh, yeah, a million, man. Uh, there's so many. Uh, my main training partner is this kid, uh, LJ Rapoli. Uh, he's 21 years old. He's uh, right now he's two and zero as an amateur. He won his last fight in 16 seconds. Uh, he he's phenomenal. He'll he'll be in the UFC one day. That's that's a name to look out for. Uh, you know, I got. Bunch of great dudes. Uh, my friend Nathan Bebo has been giving me great work lately. He's been a great uh, mimic for CM Punk. Uh, you know, man, there's too many to mention. Too many to mention. Now, just out of curiosity, what do you go based off um, when you mimic CM Punk, considering we don't... I mean, I know we've seen some video that have surfaced of him training. Is that mainly what you've gone off of? Or do you, do you know a bit more about what he's going to be bringing to the fight at 203? Um, yeah, I've seen a little bit, you know, not, nothing more than anyone else has, you know, he's, uh, he's orthodox, uh, you know, my, my buddy who I've been having mimic on, my buddy, uh, Nathan Bebo, he, you know, he's about 200 pounds, uh, has a similar body type, and I guarantee that my buddy Bebo is better than CM Punk at Jiu-Jitsu. There you go. All right. Yeah. All right. Good deal. And, uh, I ask everybody this, i just out of curiosity, um, just kind of wrap it up. Uh, who are some of your favorite fighters that you uh, you grew up watching and kind of idolizing? And what's uh, maybe your favorite? Uh, you may have already mentioned your favorite fight being uh, Jim Miller versus Joe Lozon, but may, just a couple of your favorite fighters that uh, really influenced you, as well as uh, maybe another one of your favorite fights for uh, anyone listening. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got some. Uh, another one of my favorite fights is uh, another one of my training partners, who, uh, Charlie Brenneman, Charlie the Spaniard Brenneman, when he fought Rick Story. I remember watching that fight, and I was jumping up and down. Uh, he fought his fight, and, you know, Charlie's one of the best scramblers in the world. Uh, one of, you know, probably the best scrambler I've ever worked with. And he he was a big underdog filled in last minute against Rick Story. 
and was like the co-main event or maybe even the main event. Of the, I think it was a co-main event, and they, you know, he fought a great fight. That's another good one to check out. Um, guys who influenced me, yeah, Jim, you know, Jim and Dan, of course, they're, they're probably the two biggest. Um, uh, you know, Charlie's another one for sure. I, I was a big Chuck Fidel fan. I liked him. Um, yeah, man, a lot of guys. The Diaz brothers I love. There, there's just, you know, so many, so many. Very cool. I actually do remember that Rick Story Charlie Brenneman fight. Um, I remember because Story was like right nearing a title shot at that point. Like he was on like a, a quite a streak, and I believe he was staying really active at the time. And I remember not knowing much about yeah. Brenneman, and he definitely. I mean, he shocked the world that night. He had a great performance. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Good deal. Um, well, Mickey, I really appreciate your time so much. Um, I'm going to be putting this up on iTunes here um, very shortly, sometime tonight. And is there anything else that you'd like to plug, like any any kind of sponsorships, uh, your, maybe your Twitter or something like that? Uh, yeah, I'm at Mickey Gall. Um, yeah, uh, you know, check me out, USD 203. Actually, tonight, I don't know when you're putting this up, but I'm going to be taking over the USD Snapchat account. And uh, we're going to be, a thing I started doing on Twitter was uh, I'd watch USC Fight Pass fights. And, um, you know, I'd talk and interact with everyone. We'd all try and, you know, tune in and do it at the same time. And then we'd all talk about the fight, say what you saw, say who you thought won the round, this and that. So tonight I'm going to be watching uh, Neil Magny versus Hector Lombard on UFC Fight Pass. And I'm going I'm to be on the UFC Snapchat account. So add that and, you know, let's interact. Hit me up on Twitter. Again, that's at Mickey Gall. Same thing on Instagram. Awesome. I'll definitely check that out. And anybody listening, please check that out as well. This will be up uh, before tonight. It should be within the next hour or so. So it uh, should be plenty of time for anybody who listens. Please check that out. And uh, Mickey, thank you so much once again for your time, man. I really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. Join me at 11 o'clock tonight, Stephen. Let's talk, all right? All right. Sounds great, man. All right, my friend. Thanks. Thank You're you welcome. Talking. Good luck, Mickey. Bye. All right, everyone, and there he is. That was Mickey Gall. I got a good conversation with him just then. Uh, I'm just going to wrap it up. That's going to be this episode of Fight Talk. I've been Steven Jensen. Please follow me on Twitter at N-O-W underscore W-O-R-L-D underscore O-R-D-E-R. That's now underscore world underscore order on Twitter. And please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Please rate it. Please comment. It helps out a whole lot. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys soon.